is up. It is not up and down. Red is red. It's not pink. That's absolute truth. And this morning I want to share with you the absolute truth that Jesus Christ came into the world for one purpose. That was to fulfill the will of his Father and to purchase redemption for the world and reconcile us to God. Amen. Amen. So that's what I want to share with you. So if you would, let's get started. <clears throat> I'll try not to keep you too long. It says in verse 28, <clears throat> Then led they Jesus from Caiaphas into the hall of... If he were not a malefactor, we would not have delivered him unto thee. Kind of perturbed it, old Pilate. How dare you? He's a malefactor. And by the way, you know a malefactor is just a common criminal. No, he was the son of God. He is king of kings. He is lord of lords. He's not some criminal. But they condemned him as such. And Pilate said, well, take you him and judge him according to your law. And here we go. Verse 31, the Jews therefore said unto him, it's not lawful for us to put any man to death. Oh, they wanted him dead. But they wanted somebody else to do the deed. Isn't that just like us? You see, they were so tired of hearing about this man who proclaimed to be the Messiah. They were so tired of hearing that message of repentance. But before we throw rocks at them... How many in the world today are tired of hearing about repentance? You see, man wants to live the way man wants to. Man wants the pleasures of the flesh when he wants it. And he don't want nobody to say anything about it. Don't want to be held accountable for anything. And that's where we're at in our society today. No one likes to hear they're a sinner. But we're sinners. I'll be the first to tell you before I got saved, I hated being called a sinner. I hated that. Because I had it in my head, well, I'm pretty good. I ain't killed nobody. I ain't robbed nobody. I do pay my taxes. So I'm, I'm moral. I'm just as good as anybody. I'm a lot better than some. But you see, that's trying to justify ourselves. Can I tell you something? God knows who we are. He knows us better than we know ourselves. And none of us can be justified before God apart from the blood of Jesus Christ. And they said, the Jews therefore said, it's not lawful for us to put any man to death. That the saying of Jesus might be fulfilled, which he spake signifying what death he should die. Understand, it wasn't by accident this took place. This was planned before the foundation of the world, before God even created Adam and Eve and this heaven and the earth that we exist in. Listen, God already had a plan because he knew man would fall. And it would take God himself to atone for our sins. That's mind-boggling to me. Every time I read this, it just... What a God, a God that loves me and you, 
is flawed and wicked and evil and sinful as we are, he loves us. And he was willing to carry out the plan. And let me throw this in and I won't charge you. Listen, had it just been you, Brother Ciro, had it just been you, do you know Jesus would have did the exact same thing? That is God's love. What a Savior. It says, And Pilate entered into the judgment hall again and called Jesus and said unto him, Art thou the king of the Jews? Let me share truth with you again this morning. The truth of the matter is, yes, he is king. But he's not just king of the Jews. He's king of kings and lord of lords. You see, he is God, God and man. Fully God, full deity, but also fully man. And those that deny the deity have no clue that they're denying the very truth of God's word. You see, Pilate asked a question. Are you the king? He is, in fact, the king. And one day, he's going to rule in majesty and glory. Amen. And Jesus answered him, Sayest thou this thing of thyself, or did others tell it thee of me? See, you got to remember, Pilate was a Roman. He had no clue. He didn't know this about Jesus, if he was a king or not. And that's why Jesus said, dealing with his heart. You say I am, or did somebody tell you? You see, God deals with our hearts. I'm thankful he dealt with mine years ago. How about you? Where would we be if he didn't deal with us? Amen. And Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Thine own nation and the chief priests have delivered thee unto me. What hast thou done? And verse 36 makes it very clear. Here's a truth that I want us to get this morning. Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hence. Understand, Jesus is telling Pilate that the Jews expected the Messiah to come and thwart the Roman government and then set up the kingdom. What they didn't realize was he came the first time as a humble servant. But when he comes again, he will come as a mighty what? Somebody answer me. That's right. Thank you, sister. He will come as a conqueror and will set up his 
kingdom. And he will sit on the throne ruling and reigning in majesty. You see, I don't know about you, but can you imagine what it would be like when Jesus calls the shots? There won't be no nonsense. Amen. The devil is going to be bound. For a thousand years, I can't even fathom the old devil not being right here every day, whispering in my ear, punching me in the gut. You say, well, why does that bother you? Why wouldn't it bother you? The devil and God are so opposite it ain't even funny. But my point is, the Jews thought the Messiah, when he came, he would just usher in this beautiful kingdom without any more Roman problems. And that's why they despised him. Notice the next verse. Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? And here Jesus shares the truth. Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born. And for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Understand why Jesus came. Jesus came to fulfill the will of the Father. You see, he came because he and he alone was the only one that could sacrifice himself, a perfect sacrifice that God would, would accept as the atonement for the sins of his creation. Only Jesus could do that. Why? Because he was perfect. You know, for years, hundreds and hundreds of years, Passover, they sacrificed. The Day of Atonement, they sacrificed. Lamb after lamb. Bull after bull. And the thing is, it never could fully atone for sin. Even though God commanded it, and the reason God commanded it was to set the thing in place that the Lamb of God, the true Lamb of God, before the foundation, the world would come and sacrifice itself to atone once and for all. But for that reason, Jesus came into the world. There was just one purpose, to do the will of the Father. And beloved, the truth of the matter is, if you're here today and you're not saved, Jesus is the only means of salvation. There is no other. There's so many out there that will tell you, oh, it doesn't matter. The truth of the matter is we can be saved and go to heaven any way we want. That is not the truth. Jesus is the only way, the only truth, the only life. And understand this morning that when it comes to salvation, I need it, you need it, the whole world needs salvation. That's the truth. And for that reason, Jesus came into the world. Oh, I'm thankful that he came into the world. Amen. And Pilate said 
unto him what is truth. And when he had said this, he went out again into the Jews and said unto them, I find in him no fault at all. Let me share another truth with you this morning. Jesus was perfect. Even Pilate saw his perfection. You see, Jesus never once sinned a day in his life. Now, for me, I sin every moment. You say, what? No, I'm not drinking and running around and doing crazy things like that, but this old mind sometimes goes where I don't want it to go. Anybody have a problem with the mind? Can I, can I share a truth with you? We're talking about truth this morning. A person can have a saved heart and still have a lost mind. You say, oh no, that's impossible. No, think about it. That's why we got to be in the Word. We have to dwell and think on these things. Whatsoever things are righteous and are holy. We have to train our minds. Have you ever met anybody that ever told you, well, I'm saved, I don't sin anymore? I have. I got somebody in my family told me that nonsense. And he believes it. I guess he's a relative truth believer. Amen? No, 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 no. We still sin after we get saved. My flesh never got redeemed. Why do you think we've got to have a new body? Because these bodies aren't made for heaven. We have to have new glorified bodies. And boy, am I looking forward to that. Can you imagine no more colds, no more flus, no more allergies, no more aches and pains? Huh, boy. But notice this truth. I find in him no fault at all. That's the only way the Lord could redeem us. And that's the only way God would accept as payment the penalty of sin. His son, the Lord Jesus Christ, had to sacrifice himself. But you have a custom that I should release unto you one at the Passover. Will you therefore that I release unto you the king of the Jews... Verse 40 says, Then cried they all again, saying, Not this man, but Barabbas. And of course, the verse ends with, Now Barabbas was a what? A robber. You see, Pilate, there was a custom, Passover. And Pilate asked them, who they preferred, the king of the Jews or Barabbas, the robber. And they chose Barabbas. Now, understand, let me share this truth with you. Jesus willfully 
went to the cross and he paid the penalty for Barabbas. But listen this morning, he not only paid the penalty for Barabbas, Barabbas, but he also paid (coughs) the penalty for you and me. That's the truth. You see, they chose someone that was guilty. And someone that was innocent paid for the guilty. And that's exactly what Jesus did for you and me. That is the truth. We were all guilty. Jesus was innocent. But he freely laid down his life to redeem us. That's the truth. It saddens my heart that there are many out there that can't seem to understand when truth is right in front of them. They trip over it. The Word of God declares that we should buy truth and sell it not. The truth is the most important thing there is. And we have the truth. And this book right here, some call it fables, some call it fairy tales, but listen to me, this is God's truth to you and I. I hold it in my hand. I believe every word. It is the all-sufficient word of God. It's infallible. I believe every dot, every comma, every letter is where God intended it to be. And don't say, well, it's an old book and you can't understand it. Because that is not true. You see, the Holy Spirit that indwells the believer leads us in truth. And you know what I love about the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit doesn't brag on himself. In fact, he doesn't bring any, and I mean any light to himself. It's all about the Word and Jesus. So you can depend on the Spirit if you're saved. So this morning, I'll ask you, What's truth? Here it is. Truth is we are sinners separated from God because of our sin. Truth is that God loved us so much that he came into the world as a man. 30 years, lived a perfect life. Really 33 years, but I mean 30 years on this earth as God was preparing him to offer himself for our atonement. Never sinned. Three years in ministry as he went about doing the will of God, which eventually took him to Calvary's cross. He perfectly surrendered his life. No ma- nobody took it. And you hear all the time, oh, it was the Romans that killed Jesus. It was the Jews that killed Jesus. No, it was us that killed Jesus. All of us. But no one took his life. He freely gave his life, and that's the truth. What is truth this morning? The truth of the matter is we all need salvation. And Jesus is the only means of salvation. Does everybody understand that? And has everybody 
receive salvation. If not, now's the time. Don't put it off. Uh, those messages that Brother Randy preached, revival here in that wagon wheel, if anything, it ought to stir our hearts knowing that, hey, he's coming and he's coming soon. And if we plan on spending eternity with him, we've got to know him personally. And the truth of the matter is this. Here's another truth for you. If you don't receive him, you can't go to heaven. That's the truth. So, in close, watch truth. That Jesus died for us. You see, the Bible says in John 3, He that hath the sons not condemned, but he that hath not the Son is condemned already because he has not believed in the Son of God. Think about that. You'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free. If you believe, if you're saved, you're not condemned. But if you don't believe, you're condemned already. And you know why? Because you didn't believe the truth. That Jesus is the Savior. Amen. So if you're here this morning and you haven't trusted Christ for salvation, I pray you'll come. If you don't, I'm going to share one other truth and then we're going to have an invitation. If you reject Christ and leave this walk of life without Him as your Savior, you're going to hell. I know a lot of people don't like to hear that. In fact, a lot of folks don't even want to believe there's a hell, but I guarantee you, this Bible tells me more about hell than it does about heaven. Because hell was meant for the devil and those that departed out of heaven, with, rebelled with uh, Satan and were kicked out of heaven. But now it's enlarging itself every day with those that reject the Savior. And that's just the truth. So do you know truth? It's been shared this morning. Probably some of you hadn't heard me too good. I usually spit and holler, but I can't do it right now. I'm scared of my voice and coughing my head off. But I've shared the truth with you this morning. Pilate, what is truth? Can you know the truth? You can. Jesus is that truth. Would you stand with me? Father, that's the message. And Lord, I thank you for allowing me this opportunity to stand tonight, today, and share what uh, you've laid upon my heart. Father, if there's one here today that doesn't know the truth, never trusted you as Savior, I pray that Lord, your Holy Spirit would convict and convince them of that need right here and right now. Lord, maybe there's others that have strayed in their walk. They've been saved, but Lord, they've strayed and their walk isn't what it once was. Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit would draw them back to you, Lord. Lord, they would make things right and that they would serve the way you've intended them to serve. 
Just let your will be done in all of our hearts and lives this morning. Lead us, Lord, as you will. May we obey your voice. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. All right. If there's a need, the altar's open.